Hey guys, welcome to the Kevin and Fred show. My name is Kevin Kaufman. I'm your host. And I just want to say thank you for taking some time out to listen with us this week. Do me a favor. If you don't mind, before we get to today's guest, head on over to ratethispodcast.com. That is ratethispodcast.com forward slash NLA. That stands for next level agents. Ratethispodcast.com forward slash NLA and leave us a review or just go to any podcast player that you prefer and uh, look us up, The Kevin and Fred Show, and please leave us a review. That is the best way to support our efforts here in the show. All right, let's get to today's episode. All right, guys, we're back on The Kevin and Fred Show and today joined by my longtime friend, uh, Mr. Chad Himes. Chad, how's it going, buddy? Kevin, it is fantastic. Thank you for having me on the show finally. You got it, man. I'm excited that we got to do this. So, um, dude, first of all, what the heck have you been up to, man? <laughs> By the way, for those of you who don't know, Chad and I go way, way back. Um, and so part of this today is going to be us just being able to actually catch up as friends. So, dude, what's been going on in your world? Oh, okay. I I don't know where to begin. So if I go back a little while, let's see. Um, mainly, we've just had major transition in our lives. Uh, Nita and I decided I got back into just coaching, just flat out coaching people. Uh, and Nita said to me one day while we were in Atlanta, we were living, she said to me, um, do we really need to be in Atlanta while you do that? Uh, I said, no. She says, I don't really like it here. So we, we packed everything up, Kevin. We moved back to Washington State to uh, Birch Bay. It's gorgeous. I mean, I can see Canada just over there. Um, got back into town. Sat down with a, our, our mutual friend, Ben Kinney. Uh, he said to me, you know, what are you going to do? I said, Ben, you need a podcast. So I, I forced Ben to start Win, Make, Give, yeah. uh, become the co-host there. I continued to coach. And then COVID hit within, I don't know, three months of us moving here, locked us down. And Nita said, so what are we going to do now? And I said, well, the good thing is I can coach. And now it's finally going to force me to write the book. So that's what I've been up to for the last, you know, two, two and a half years now as we're still in this lovely lockdown. That's awesome, man. So we're going to talk about that book here in a moment. And um, so I'm excited to do that. But prior to that, Chad, let, let's do this for the folks that don't know you yet. Obviously, like I mentioned, you and I go way back. I mean, I think our paths first crossed in 2008. Somewhere um, around there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, 2009 was the first time we got to spend time together in person. Um, and which was awesome. So let's, let's go back and maybe give a little bit of your background prior to the coaching and, the and the authoring and podcasting. What, tell us a little bit about Chad, uh, and your background, buddy. All right. I'll go all the way back. I've done this story so many times for people. Cause I always ask people, you know, the best way to get to know you is tell me your life in three minutes. So I'll go way back. I was born in New York, raised in Toronto, actually, when my parents divorced, my mom and my stepdad moved us up to Toronto for a job. So I consider Toronto home, lived there most of my life till I was about 23, ran away to open a baseball school in uh, Clearwater, Florida, ran a baseball school down there for a while. One of my partners stole all the money. So the School went bankrupt and we collapsed. I then went back into my original passion, which was entertainment, the theater. I got a job working on a cruise ship, sailed the Caribbean for two years in the, in the cruise world, working behind the scenes. I met at that time who became my first wife. We got off ships. We moved to Las Vegas. It was a logical move from cruise ships and entertainment. You either went to Las Vegas or New York. We went to Vegas. I started working behind the scenes production there, got to work on the largest production show in the world, blowing things up, working with people like David Cassidy, Michael Crawford, um, Tommy Toon, and uh, Rick Springfield over the time. We had a child there. Uh, our marriage fell apart. 
Uh, I ended up falling through some major depressions over the next few years with some challenges that happened in my financial life and my personal life and my health life, Kevin forced me to look at myself. I said, I had to get out of Las Vegas. I had to kind of restart myself. I move up to Bellingham, Washington. While I was in Vegas, I became a real estate agent. I had a lot of success as a real estate agent, a rookie of the year in the Southwest region. Then I became a top listing agent, listing 25 to 45 homes a month in the area. I became uh, uh, office leader at the time. Meanwhile, my whole life was falling apart around me. Moved up to Bellingham to need a reevaluation of my life. Got an opportunity up into the Pacific Northwest here. Most amazing thing, got to meet my amazing wife, Nita, uh, when I was just up here checking the place out. We ended up together. The job ended up wonderful. I had some great opportunities to move to Atlanta to run a large region of, of people working with 10 plus thousand out there. And then that transitioned into the coaching, which brings us back here. So there's my life story kind of summed up real quick. Wow, dude, you do. You got that nailed. Good job, yeah. buddy. Thank I you. Not, uh, so I knew the cruise ship part forward. I mm -hmm. don't know if I ever knew about the baseball school or, or being raised in Toronto. Yeah. Yep. I uh, grew up in Toronto. So sadly, I held my American citizenship and never got dual citizenship. I made the huge mistake. Um, and not that I kept my American citizenship. That's not a huge mistake. That I did not get the dual citizenship. Uh, that I was eligible for living up there because we were just up there as landed immigrants for all those years. Uh, so now going across the border is still tough. I'm like an American. I can't claim I'm a Canadian and get across that border. But growing up up there was amazing. It, it was just wonderful and cold. Yeah, um, I bet it was cold. <laughs> so last time you and I really got to talk it was in person. We was in Atlanta. Fred and I were there on our way, kind of a detour on a yep. stop to Florida for us. And that was cool because we got to catch up and spend some time together for the first time in a long time. But dude, I remember the first time we spent time together, you picked Fred and I up at the airport in Bellingham. And I remember thinking like, what is this place? Um, who, who did Ben send to pick us? Like, what is happening here? And dude, been friends ever since, man. So I just want to tell you how much I appreciate you. And um, we're going to talk about your new book here in a moment, but I'm going to have to scratch my own itch, man, because your first book, the children's yeah. book, yeah, I love and still read to my kids. Yes, right there. Yep. Can't hurt. So do us a favor that really this is for me. Um, is <laughs> Tell me about that book. What made you write that one? And what was that like for you? All right. So, and, and let me admit, before I even get into it, I remember picking you guys up. I remember spending the time with you guys. Uh, and I got to tell you, for the longest time, it probably took me a good six, eight months to always remember who was Kevin, who was Fred. Right. And I'm sure you guys run into that and had that. And, and back then it was like, okay, which one's Kevin? Which one's Fred? Okay. Fred's a tall one. Fred's a tall one. Fred's a tall one. Um, till it finally stuck. So uh, ketchup can't hurt. Okay. So that was my first book. I wrote it uh, maybe 10 years ago now. Um, my daughter is, oh my gosh, turning 21, uh, really shortly here, not too far in the near future here. She'll be turning 21. Yeah. And I remember Kevin, she was two ish. So high chair age at the restaurant, eating real food age. Uh, we were at an Outback Steakhouse. It was her mother and I and her, and we had gotten her some French fries and she had ketchup and she was just dunking the fries and it was everywhere. And I remember just looking at her totally like, like I couldn't believe this. And I looked at her and I was like, Oh my God. And her mother said to me, don't worry about it. Ketchup can't hurt. And I had like the world called timeout 
and everything stopped for me. And this book came flooding into my head that said, you got to write a book. There's the title of it right there. And for the next five years, I worked on that. It was probably harder to write that one than it was to write the new one because it rhymes, right? So you got to sit there and as you're writing it, you got to be, wait, no, wait, that's too many you know, syllables yeah. now. It doesn't make the flow work. I don't know how Dr. Seuss did it for all those years. Took a while, wrote that one for my daughter. I was in an unsupportive relationship at the time. So it wasn't the sort of thing I was even willing to like let out of my grasp. Yeah. It wasn't really until I, I met Nita and we, we got together and became a couple and I shared it with her one day and she was like, you've got to share this with people. Yeah, dude. Thank God for Nita, because I'll tell you, I, again, I, I, I love the book. It's in my house. We read it still to this day. I probably read it within the last 45 days. So part of our, part of the routine in my house is um, books every single night before bedtime at a minimum. Uh, although there's a lot of my oldest, uh, Sophie, who I initially bought the book for, she reads all the time, all on her own. Cause she's now nine and, you know, re reading, like she's a reading machine, but yeah, dude, I still read that book to this day and uh, absolutely love it. And if you're a dad or actually you could be a dad or a mom, as it turns out and, uh, got a kid read the book. It's awesome. And we'll definitely, there's something in there for all of us as parents to relate to. Oh yeah, absolutely. And you can get it at Amazon. You can go there and just search for ketchup can't hurt, or you can go just to ketchup can't hurt.com. Uh, I'm selling them right on my website. And oh, if you sweet. order it from me, same price, it should be the same price as Amazon, but if you sell it, buy it from me, I'll sign it for you before we ship it off to you. So you'll have a signed copy. Awesome. We'll put that link in the show notes, but all right. So that was, that was for me. Now I want to, now let's talk about the new book. Cause I just got my copy. I ordered it the day it came out. Thank uh, you. I actually got the Kindle version and, and I've got the, uh, and I've got the hard cover sitting. It's the, it's one of the two hard covers that I, that I'm reading right now. Cause I don't do a whole lot of physical reading. So that made the list buddy. So just so you know, uh, oh. it's normally it's audible first. And then if audible moves me, then I go buy the hardcover book, but that, couldn't resist. So tell us about the new book. And maybe before we get into what it's about, I'd love to find out why, like why dude, writing a book. I have a lot of friends that have written books. It's not, not one person yet has said it's really easy. I just wanted to share something. <laughs> so I'm going to assume it's maybe not that easy for you either. So let's start with why. And, and then let's get into the actual book. All right. So you and I are friends enough that I'll just, I'll ask you this. Do you want real answers or you want the salesy answers? I want the real answer, dude. Okay, good. I figured you would. Why'd I write it? It's it's a fancy business card. Okay, I love That's it. That's it. It's a fancy business card. My goal in life, Kevin, I'm out there and hey, anybody listening, my goal in life is to be on the stage. I am a keynote speaker. I am a workshop leader. That's what I do. I want to lead people to maximize their lives. I'm not a life coach. I'm a maximization coach right? That's what I have listed myself as. I work in every industry. I've got a, I just signed a, a nightclub owner, right? Who I'm working with on helping him maximize his life because he's so focused on work that we need that counterbalance and stuff. So to me, Kevin, this just became a fancy business card for the opportunity to send it to booking agents, presidents of, and I said, Hey, I'm going to write a book that I know will bring value to people. And I'm going to, be able to sell it to people. I'm not making money off the book. 
right? Nobody writes a book unless your name's like John Maxwell or Stephen King. Nobody writes a book to make money off the book. Right. So why? Because I wanted to say, I have this. It's got the bestseller seal on it now from Amazon. Thanks to everybody helping push me to the top of the charts, right? It's got that bestseller seal on it. Now I can send it off to presidents and vice presidents and booking people from events all across. And it's, it's just a great business card. And my goal in life is always just to give to others. I was very selfish as a younger person in life. I have learned along the way that you got to give to give, not give to get. I say that in the book, right? It's give to give and it'll all come back to you. And this is my way. Look, I only have a certain number of slots on my calendar for coaching. I only have a certain amount of time to be able to do keynotes or workshops or talk with people on podcasts. This is the way for people who have no clue necessarily who I am or aren't in my world to still hear the lessons that I believe will help maximize the life that you have. That's awesome. Um, I love that. First of all, and there, by the way, to me, I think there's a lot of lessons in there too. So as a real estate agent, you and I were talking uh, before we hit record about the vast majority of people listening here are real estate agents, or at sure. least they're, they're around real estate agents. Right. And I think that lesson right there, or my really dear friend, Nolly Williams, you know, he's the same guy, like same thing. Like you can actually, you can do that. You have that same strategy, have a book about whatever you specialize in, right. Or whatever yep. your thing is. And it's the best bit, you know, kind of calling card or business card you can have. And I, I, I totally get that. All my friends I've mentioned that I've written a book for the most part, probably nine out of 10, if not more, same, same exact reason. Yeah. Kevin, if I were your coach and we went back in time, I would say you and Fred needed to write the book on short sales. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. I mean, that's who you guys really came on the scene as and really created this whole identity you guys needed to write a book about short sales. And if short sales start to show up again, you guys better start penning, right? right. Get yeah. that ready so that it's out there. No doubt. And um, it's like our good friend who somehow wrote a book on social, which that's is right. really obvious, uh, really awkward and weird. And, but that's for another episode. Uh, yes. <laughs> so, tell me, okay. So can we, can we dive in a little bit more to the book? Like I'd love Absolutely. to hear about, um, you know, actually maybe let me ask you this way, Chad, let's forget you gave me the real answer. What's the okay. salesy answer now? Tell me about- The sales answer was the second part. Okay, that was right? the part. Okay, got it. The I want to give my message to as many people in the world. The person I wrote it for, look, I got 20 plus years in the real estate industry. So of course, a lot of the lessons came along the way. The ideal person I wrote this for, again, same person I wrote that book for, my daughter. Yeah. Right? This is a book to get in the hands of that high school senior- college student who's saying, I don't know what to do with my life and saying, even when I figure out what I want to do with my life, even for the ones who do all the lessons they never taught me in school. They didn't teach me about strengths and weaknesses. They didn't teach me about my calendar. They didn't teach me about how to develop stronger relationships. They didn't teach me how to set goals. They didn't teach me any of that stuff. That's in the book. That's my ideal person. And I'm also happy to have someone like you reading it because then you'll have the conversation around the table with your kids around these things, because I know it can help everybody and I can't get to everybody. Yeah. That's so awesome. You know, it's funny right before uh, I came upstairs to I'm a second floor of my, in my office, uh, one of the agents who, who I work with, uh, he and I, he were, he and I were talking, catching up and he was sharing, he said, you know, you, you told me that I had said something to him two or three weeks ago about, about books. And, um, 
And I was sharing with him at the time, like I, you know, I'm not much of a read for leisure type of like I read, I'm usually reading with a purpose, like I'm learning something. And it's usually going to be about business, or it's gonna be health or wealth, or something like very rarely am I reading something that's kind of just for pure entertainment value. Um, and so he was telling me at that time, how he was the exact opposite. But then he thought about that. And he thought about the amount of time he has, and he realizes like, dude, I gotta start digging in, I want to start digging in more. Oh, yeah. Right, my car time, and my my actual reading time, there's there's more in there that I, that I can get in. And so, you know, just a big fan of like, I'm a big fan personally of being able to distill down lessons, take lessons from now, I know you personally, I've known you for a long time. But if I didn't know you, this would still be a great way for me to have you as a mentor without ever actually meeting you. And to me, that's one of the great things about books. Absolutely. It is. I don't know how much I've learned from John Maxwell. Yeah. Right. I, I I don't know how much I've learned from, I mean, I could, I got bookshelves going down this whole wall over here. Right. I don't know how much I've learned from some of these people who I've never met. I don't really have a desire to even meet them. I don't want to go through the work to attempt to meet some of these people. And right. some of them probably aren't people I'd want to meet, but yet I sit down and I can, I can learn from them. And there is no book. There is no book, no matter how poorly written, that doesn't have at least one lesson or one takeaway or one reminder in it. There's always a value to every book that's written. Isn't that kind of like people in a lot of ways? Cause like, it's really easy to only take lessons from people that you like. Um, I, th I think it was Adam. I think it was Adam Grant. I saw it kind of tweet, not tweet this out or maybe put it on his Instagram recently. Cause I'm not on Twitter where he was something like it, there's a effectively it's a sign of intelligence to be able to learn something from someone you dislike. Mm, uh, because it's a great one forces you to separate your personal feelings from maybe the facts or even just the foundation of what it is that they're sharing. And so when you can learn something from somebody you don't particularly care for, like that's a, that's an amazing skill to have that you're absolutely right. And, and the other, we always look to successful people to learn from, but how many lessons can we learn from those who have failed? Right. If they're willing to share those lessons, I mean, it's the failures we learn from more than the successes. Yeah. So there's uh, always value. There's a podcast I used to listen to a lot, not as much recently um, by uh, he's also an author, which is how I first uh, would cross paths with him a decade or so ago by the name of Rob Bell. And mm. Rob is a uh, he's an amazing speaker and writer for, for the mo for that. But he's he had a podcast episode a year or so ago about he it was called South Star. Um, North Star and South, and he's talking about his days early on in his career. He was a speaker. He ended up becoming a pastor for for a big number of years, probably like ten years, and grew one of the biggest churches in in the country, and then walked away from it. That's that's for a different story. But the um, the thing was, he had this he had this um, he he had this experience early in his career. We had him and his peer were kind of both given the same sort of scenario. And the way his peer, his friend, the guy who he thought he really looked up to a lot, approached the exact same sort of task in one way. And he realized like, oh my God, that is nowhere near the way. Absolutely. I would never do it that way. But he realized the value in understanding what he called the South Star, which is not everything has to tell me what to do. Sometimes people or experiences or lessons can, can actually just tell me what I don't want. And there's, yes. a lot, there's a lot of value in that if you can separate the feelings from maybe the person or the experience to just take the lesson out. That's a great, great takeaway right there. So, yeah. So I was, I was uh, give, I want to give him credit, Rob Bell, but I, that's the same thing is when I, when I experience something like that, I'm like South star. Okay. That's a South star for me, you know, move forward. 
That's a great, that I have a feeling that's going to become an expression. I'm going to start using. I love that. It's a good one, man. Um, no doubt about it. So, okay. The books out, I know from, um, from my friends and, and really just from the answer you gave when I asked for the uh, salesy answer or the non-salesy answer. Um, I know that usually means there's a lot of other speaking and a lot of other things that are going on. So you and I are recording this, it's the end of January, 2022. What, what's, what's in store for you this year, man? If you had to say, Hey, this is the perfect year coming up. Um, what I'm going to be doing professionally. What's that look like? Perfect year for me. Wow. Uh, good thing. I know goals and I set those things, right? Full coaching calendar. Uh, for me, a full podcast calendar, meaning the ones that I'm responsible to host, obviously appearing on as many as possible. And the ultimate goal would be 24 workshops slash keynotes over the first year. Awesome. So getting that out there. So that's two a month, right? Getting that out there. It's, as you said, it's late January. I had one already. I did one before the book even officially came out. I had some believers who were like, well, Chad, we know it's going to be incredibly valuable. Come on, do the workshop and launch the book with us. Um, I've got three already scheduled coming up in March. So I'm, I'm January and February check on my two a month pace. I just got an email before you and I spoke about someone looking for July. I've got a non-real estate organization looking in the fourth quarter. So things are starting to come together. People are starting to say, Ooh, there's more. I mean, that's 90% of the reason I'm doing the, the podcast circuit right? I feel like I'm on ESPN going from show to show to show as they do the car wash, as they call it there. Uh, I got three more podcasts after you. Two reasons. One, I want to get the book in the hands of as many people as possible. Audible is coming. We are recording it. We only have, you know, another chapter or two to get recorded and then Dave doing his magic to get it uploaded for me. I want to get the book in as many people's hands as possible. And I want as many people that read the book and find value to run to the person in their organization and say, I found next year's keynote speaker. Let's get him on the calendar now. Okay. So I want to talk about, um, I want to dig in on something you said there, but before I do that, um, what's the best place? So obviously I bought the book on Amazon, but yeah, you did during the push. So again, same thing. You can go to Amazon, you can pick up achieve your apex, or you can go to achieve your apex.com buy it right from the website, same price as Amazon. I'll send you a signed copy. Guys, go to achieveyourapex.com. Do it there. Same thing with Ketchup Can't Hurt. Do that. Um, it's all like, I feel like I can say it's usually better for the author um, to do that. And if he's going to sign it for you, what's what's cooler than having a personalized copy of a book? There you um, go. All right. Where I wanted to dig in or kind of double click on something there is you talked about um, workshops and keynotes. What's the, like, this may sound like a dumb question, but what's the difference, Chad? A keynote is the hour presentation where I stand up in front of the gigantic room of people, okay. right? So you've been to conventions. Everyone's been to a convention of some sort. The keynote is the one hour, 45 minute, hour, 15 minutes, somewhere in their area that someone comes out, fires you up, gives you this powerful talk, makes you laugh, makes you think, makes you walk away going, wow, I could go do that, right? And you feel all, all inspired, I don't believe in motivational speakers. That's a horrible title because no one can motivate you to do anything. Yep. I can be an inspirational speaker though, because I can inspire you to want to go take action. So that's the keynote. And then the workshop is I've taken the book and I've turned it into a three and a half to four hour, depending on interaction and things like that, where I show up in smaller group. I mean, the last one I did, it was 150 people. So I'm not saying small, like it's got to be 10. Yet I, I could do it for a 10. It's not the thing where you would do 20, you know, you would do a 10,000 room at a convention. 
It might be your upper management or your leadership team, or you've got a group of 150 or 200 people. You want to do a workshop and really walk away, not just feeling good, having a plan in place to go achieve your apex. Awesome, man. I love that. And then um, anything else you want to talk about as far as like achieve your apex or whatever you want to talk about. I love that. I'll tell you. So one question I got asked was, where'd the title come from? Where'd the story come from? Where'd all that come from? Forget the lessons that are in it. It was almost like ketchup can't hurt where I, I said her mother, my daughter's mother said to me, come on, Chad, ketchup can't hurt. And boom, it hit me like that. For years, I've thought I should write a book. For years, I've been, uh, you know, it's, it's the calling card you need, the business card you need. It's the way to share the messages. People were always coming to me and asking me great questions. And I love sharing. So it was the way to do it. It was when we moved back to Bellingham or Birch Bay, where we live now, out my window, you can't necessarily see it. But almost every day, I see two or three eagles circling our house. And I am completely captivated by the bald eagle. It is such a gorgeous animal. Uh, and creature. And I was sitting there watching it. And I was thinking about some lesson I was talking to some coaching client about while these eagles were circling. And I was like, you know what? The eagles probably consider the same thing. So when you look at the book, if you see it, you think achieve your apex, you think it's all about just getting to the peak of a mountain. A lot of the things in here are the examples we learned from apex predators also. So how the shark adapts, how the eagle hunts, how, you know, the tiger has strengths and weaknesses, things like that. Uh, it, and it just came to me. I was sitting there and I go, there's the common theme. Cause that was always the challenge. I was like, okay, I can write about this. I could write about that. I need a thread to take me through the book. Yeah. And the, the apex predator mixed with the apex of a mountain. Cause out our window, we can see gorgeous mountains as well up here. It just finally came to me. So moving back here was the inspiration that that triggered the book. Took a little while to get it put together. And again, it's been lessons that years and years and years have been up here that needed to come out. And I'm a high D personality for those who know me, which means I'm going to get to the point, which means let's go already. The hardest part was writing a book that wasn't seven pages. Yeah. Right. That just said, dumbass, do this, not that. Right. It's like, the way you would talk to yourself, right? Yeah, the way I would talk to myself or some of my coaching clients. Once we start to establish that they understand I'm doing it from love, uh, I, it was I had to flesh that out so it actually became some pages that people would want to read. So awesome, man. Um, by the way, I can't wait. I might have to come over to your house. We're, my uh, my family and I are going to be up there in uh, in March. And so we'll, we'll be in your neck of the woods. And my my girls, too, are both like, Eagles, they think, you know, eagles are the cool. I mean, we're coming up there to basically go do some whale watching tours and kind of life animal, you know, uh, sea life tours anyway. So we'll, we'll be up there and be in your neck of the woods and come say hi. Well, you'll have to let us know and bring your copy of Ketchup Can't Hurt and Apex so I can sign the one for the girls and one for you. I can't wait to prove to them that I actually really do know the author. <laughs> they're gonna, they're gonna, that's going to give me some extra cool points as a dad. There you go. We'll get you some dad street cred. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. So, dude, I know we're coming up on time, but there is one thing I wanted to ask you about that if we could. So, you mentioned, uh, so you got back to, I'll call it Bellingham area. Yep. So we're talking to Ben. You're like, dude, you got to have a podcast, which by the yep. way, thank you for doing that for him. Um, because that, that is true. Tell me about the podcast. Like what are, give me number one, I know the name of it, but share the name and kind of like the whole, the thought process and behind it. And let's, let's send some people that way. 
Okay, sure. So it's Win Make Give is the name of our podcast. So simple, easy. You can just go to winmakegive.com. You can find the links to it or anywhere you get your podcast. You can go to just search for Win Make Give. We're actually just wrapping up season two. We did 100 episodes in season one, 100 episodes in season two. Uh, just wrapped up season two. We focus on health, wealth, leadership, and legacy. So really, Ben was doing this live event up in Bellingham uh, that he'd get three to 500 people that would show up. And it was called Win, Make, Give. And he focused on health, wealth, leadership, and legacy for a weekend uh, or a three-day event. And as soon as COVID came and kind of locked all that down, we just turned the concept into the podcast. We have had interviews with people who win at multiple levels. We focus on health. So we'll talk about certain things in there. One of my favorite episodes was one of our earliest ones. I got the pleasure of interviewing Joe DeSena, the creator of Spartan Race. Yeah. Uh, I still laugh today when I, when I think about that as he talks about having a Kung Fu master living in the barn on his property. It's like, okay, yeah, sure. Shouldn't we all do that? Um, so we talk to health people. We'll talk to wealth experts. We'll talk to we did a, a wealth series on how to create more money for yourself and future wealth. It's all right there uh, at Win Make Give is the podcast. We just love doing it. We get into a room, we sit down, decide what we're going to talk about and share with people that day. And we just have a lot of fun and get to help people grow. Awesome. So guys, check that out, winmakegive.com um, or anywhere you listen to podcasts, I promise you. Chad's putting it out. Uh, Ben's involved. I think Bob helps with that a lot. I know Jalene. Yep. And you are, is it you and Jalene doing the 15 point plan show? Jalene and I then sprung off with uh, the spinoff, right? The 15 point plan, which is specifically a health, energy, and happiness program that Ben had built. We talked about when we finished talking about it, we said, boy, that's probably its own podcast. So Jalene and I get the pleasure of, of hosting one called the 15 point plan, where we focus mostly on your health, your energy, and your happiness. And win, make, give is kind of the big overview. We're talking about winning in all the different categories of your life. Awesome, man. I love that, guys. Go check that out. It will be of extreme value to you. Chad, dude, thank, thanks a ton for spending some time with us today. Kevin, I got to ask a question just before we get off the, before we get off. Okay. So you're sitting there in your office. I love the wall. It, it, I just, I, it's perfect. Obviously you're wearing an LA hat. I knew you would be. My question of course is what's on the feet right now? Uh, so dude, uh, a pair of dunk Lowe's shoes. Um, Bob, Bob, by the way, make sure Bob sees this. He can appreciate it. It's Georgetown edition of dunk low. Here's the deal. 2020 was weird for all of us, Chad, in different ways for different people. For me, it's my feet, man. I literally had both feet separate times, randomly different injuries. And I was just like, finally my foot doctor, I had, I ended up going to foot doctor cause we couldn't figure out what was wrong. Um, which turned out, I think, just to be a sprain. But she was like, she said, you've known me, man. I've worn flip-flops forever and all the time. And she's like, to be honest, after doing the x-ray, she's like, I'm actually really impressed with how how well your feet are doing, given the fact that you wear uh, flip-flops. She's like, they're actually just healthy overall. But you might want to start wearing shoes. And dude, it was just like, I did. And then right after that problem, I so I started wearing shoes more often. Not all the time, just more often. Then right after that, I, uh, I almost broke my left ankle and foot and I was like, I couldn't walk for a couple of weeks. And it was just a random, like dumb luck thing. And, uh, and like literally fell into my pool. 
um, around going around the corner, almost broke my leg. It was seriously painful or almost broke my foot. I probably would have healed faster if I would have done that, if it would have broken. And uh, so it was like, I must've tried, and I'm not exaggerating, Chad, I must've tried 10 different pairs of shoes. Cause you know me, I'm like, if I'm wearing shoes, they gotta be comfortable and it's, it's gotta be something. Sure. And so I finally found a pair of shoes I like, uh, actually found two kinds that I like, and that's what I wear. All right. I still got my 4610 flip-flops in the backyard when I got to go out and, and before I jump in the hot tub or clean the yard or go out to the grill, they're still out there. They get slipped on. Just wanted to see what was on your feet today. I, I love it, man. That's probably too much information for some of our listeners. And, uh, and anybody who's been in your world, your circle long enough, they appreciated hearing the story. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I still, I get the question all the time still. It's like, wait, you're wearing shoes and it's been, it's basically been, a good year and a half year and three quarters that I've just been wearing shoes straight. So, uh, but it's still, it's still, it still sticks. So people are, people are asking about that for sure. Awesome. Love yeah. it. All right, guys, uh, it, go visit. We put all the links in the show notes there. Um, go check out their podcast, please, please, please support the book, uh, or books as well. If you're a parent or know a parent or have a parent, <laughs> Okay. I think we got all of our bases covered. Uh, I know Chad appreciates it. And I would too, as would Fred. So we'll see you guys again next week on the Kevin and Fred show. Did you enjoy today's podcast? Join the Kevin and Fred community, part of EXP Realty and partner with us today. You'll get free access to live trainings two or more times a month, live events and in-person masterminds, digital downloads to help you run and scale your business, and much, much more. To learn more and join our community, visit kevinandfred.com slash contact and contact us today. Not ready to join our community? No problem. Continue enjoying all this great content on our podcast for free.